guys. If you're listening to this, yeah, it sounds warm. Welcome back. It's another installment of Rosie Says. And anyways, I came back because we're going to talk about what happened to the state in one particular part of the central portion of America, down south next to the border. Good old Texas. Well, I'm not really from there, but I can tell you this right now from um, my perspective of things. I probably wouldn't have liked going there because since after I heard from other users and my own sisters going down there, it gets so hot all the time. I probably wouldn't even last anyways. So I'm going to always stick to California because you know what? I'm a good old Cali girl. But except I'm a Cali woman because now I'm 31. And anyways, people, I just want to talk about because... And as you hear in the background, you hear all that popping sound? Yeah. Do you think people of Texas can relate to that? No, because they can't even hear a fire in their place. Unless it's burning down an apartment that happened in that one city in that state. But anyways, I just want to talk about how it's very sad and unbelievable and how difficult things got down there all of a sudden over a week. How does that even happen? You know, first of all, the whole nation, if not the whole country, is already dealing with a recession. After, followed before that, a pandemic. And all of a sudden, now, it's coming up next month, almost a year. A year with COVID, and this is what's happening in Texas. Yeah. Like, some of the people made comments on social media, and also... From other reputable, you know, YouTubers and whatnot and other people and TV talking about ways to, you know, cook your ice, your snow and stuff. It's weird. For the whole state of Texas to freaking boil the water? Shit. I just gotta tell you guys this. I've been boiling my tap water and my mom as well for years now. We we don't even buy outsource outside water. We just use from our own faucet here and we boil that. We put it in a can, like one of those camping uh pots and we and, and then we cool it off overnight and then we put that one in our you know, one of those uh what you would call it those house type of like sport jugs that you use like you put Gatorade in, in like football games. And that's what we've been doing ever since. And it's actually work. I just gotta say this, you know, it, it's really sad that that state was totally unprepared, but you know what, even if that was true, most people don't even have time for preparedness. It's kind of arbitrary to even say such a thing, you know, about them being prepared. I'm like, really? You know what, I'm glad they're learning how to boil water. It's gonna benefit them in the wrong run, because I'll tell you why. One thing is, you won't have to buy water outside anymore, unless you're like out somewhere, and you're not near a fountain to drink any water that's clean, then I would just say, yeah, I would opt for that. But it's so surprising and even maddening to think. And then, of course, there was a trend on Twitter. I don't know if you guys have been seeing this this past week, but I have. It says, Texas is Republican. And that was creepy. And un- and actually not surprising. Because they claim this might be the spark that needed to turn the red state from its infamous red perspective to a blue state, which is odd. But like I said, people, you know, and and furthermore, adding insult to injury, then we got the snake senator, Ted Cruz. Well, since we're talking about snakes on the plane, he was one. Anyways, 
that guy, unbelievably, this past week, I'm pretty sure you probably know about this by now, he's been under fire, and there's back and forth between Twitter, you know, smartasses, and then typical normal people like me and you listening to what I'm saying right now. Hearing this bullshit about, oh, well, that's his family. They had to go on a trip. They needed to leave. Yeah, really? And isn't that the whole point of senators and stuff like that? People who work in office are supposed to be there for the people in times of need. And for some reason, that's just not happening. And all of a sudden, he's disappearing to Cancun in Mexico. Really? He wants to do that? After all, slandering my... Hispanic race of people for many years, kiss-assing to Donald Trump, basically just not helping himself. As far as I'm concerned, it's an insult to have him even in that country, especially out of disrespect he shows for other Hispanic Latinos like myself. Anyways, like I have to say about here, sad thing was, he left his dog over the house, and you wouldn't believe this. He has a poodle, and it's called Snowflake, and he left that behind with the rest of the whole state to basically, you know, freeze over. And you want to know what's so eerie? On one Twitter post that I retweeted on my uh, personal account, it says that he would, he would believe in climate change when his state freezes over. Funny, is he going to do that now? Seems like he doesn't really care either way. It's like I was telling my mom yesterday. Most of these politicians, and I keep, and I kept saying this, they're only running for office to get a cushy job. And lo and behold, I was right. I didn't think I was right, but I just, I assume most of these people are just pretending to go on the, you know, on the stance with people. And most of the time in office, you see these people come in, and what do they do? They don't really keep all their promises. First off, they're working with people from different directions of the aisle. And some of them don't always agree on the same terms or even have a balanced way of communicating and reaching out to each other in a like-minded perspective. And so what happens was most of the time we pretty much vote for people we think is good for us and in the end don't even fulfill their promises. And like typical politicians in nature, that's what happened with Ted. He pretty much pretended he was there for his fellow Texans. And he pretended that so much to the point that he pretty much ditched them in this so-called, you know, this very frozen blizzard-like winter. And then jetted off to Cancun to his family, supposedly. And stated that he couldn't be there because his children, mostly his daughter encouraged and persisted and insisted on going there and he was just doing so a so-called doting dad job really i wonder what kind of doting dad teaches their children to abandon ship every time things don't go their way and also i wonder what kind of father does that and then abandons them while mocking others for doing the same like he did with one Democratic person. He did that last year. And now, he pretty has nothing to say for any of it much. Look, we're human. We get it. You know what? Sometimes, you know, if you're going to practice what you preach, you pretty much either have to stand in it. And you know what? Sometimes, if you're not able to stand, at least admit that. If you're going to encourage people. 
like I'm gonna say this if you're gonna wear a mask like do what I do when no one's around take that shit off and just admit it you can't wear the mask all day long but when you go to a business like me just do what I do go under your mask and open up and then close it right back fast just like if you were fixing it but not really fixing it but stealing a breath if that makes any sense that's what I used to do and I still do it today and also on other things like that trying to you know play it off like it was just a mild misunderstanding problem was it's it can't be accepted mildly because look at Physically speaking, the whole state is frozen over, and then all of a sudden you have people dying. I'm hearing the news today. Some dude died on his couch, and it was frozen because there was no heat source. Probably didn't eat anything. So cold. No electricity. Not even warm running water. And he just slept on his couch and died. That was sad. Really. And the messed up part, this is really happening in that state. And I'm glad some people near other reputable states that have been, you know, through this kind of blizzard-like winter, you know, and have been giving some of the Twitter users of Texas some pointers how to deal with, you know, stuff. What they said, and I saw this on Cheddar today, to prevent, you know, pipes, you could, uh, you know, keep your water running without turning it off. If you're going to live in a frozen state, basically, to keep the heat in, like you do with the sunny days, like I learned, you could just close all your stuff and seal it really tightly. And then, of course, you know, just don't put anything like, you know, your soda drinks, things that don't need to be refrigerated during this kind of times, just keep them out. And only leave exactly what needs to be refrigerated, refrigerated. That includes all perishable stuff. You know, it's not because they were never prepared. It's like I said, some of these people just didn't have any pointers or clue or, or what way to, you know, think about how to deal with this kind of stuff. For them, it's like new. For me, I just learned that today too myself. And I'm telling you, this is the kind of stuff I'm so happy when other people are willing to share some information. And we can share it amongst all of us. It doesn't have to be like a secret kind of thing. Or it's like a local kind of thing. No, it could be a nationwide thing too. We could learn to learn how to, you know, live when sometimes we have to be off the grid for a while, you know. And stuff like that can really save a lot of people. I, I would have never known that. I always thought, you know, turning off the tap was basically to just not waste money because gallons of dollars and gallons of pounds of money just pretty much go down the drain. But it's like, um, if it helps the busted pipes, then I guess we're going to have to just leave it running during the winter time. And then, of course, you know, tightly sealing your house to not let any ventilation out can also help. And also another thing, guys, maybe during the sunny day, like for at least an hour, just ventilate your house if it stinks and it smells all stuffy and gross and nasty and farts and stuff. And then just open the window for a little bit. And then for an hour later, maybe come back, close it tightly, sup, redo the heater again. And, you know, just continue to do that. And that might also help, too. Just going to point it out there. And also, if you're going to do anything with anything with cold stuff, maybe walk when it's sunny, you know, during the winter. And also, make sure if you're going to stand in the snow or in the cold, make sure if it's sunny out. 
and it's during the winter time, you stand directly in the heat. And I'll tell you why. I learned this for years and I had no idea. Sometimes I always felt cold during the winter and I always complained about it to myself in my mind. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. This is not cool. I hate it. But then all of a sudden I just find some point and then I realize, oh, I love the sun right now. It's just wonderful. You know, if you just stand there for a little bit, take some sun rays, you know, and if you don't care about getting a little bit tan, you'll appreciate it better. That's what I do sometimes. It's pretty good too. But anyways, people, back to the thing on hand, talking about the cold stuff. And also Ted Cruz, of course. And then, of course, another sad thing on top of that. People are discovering that their whole state was just a red wash of its own former self. But unfortunately, you live up among others that are like-minded. Of course, they're going to vote red. And you see, this is why you don't have, you know, a high minimum wage. You know, if you guys ever wondered why you're still earning seven dollars versus in California they're earning thirteen bucks an hour, it's pretty much who the people we keep voting in that keep causing you guys to live like in a sinkhole of sorts, financially speaking. And I have to say about this, guys, is that if that seems alarming to you, what do you see about you know how annoying that some of my own people, sort of from the state of California, fled to Texas? Thinking probably that too much high taxes and not enough opportunity, probably regretting it right now because they're over there wondering why we left in the first place. And it makes you wonder why they pay taxes. Sometimes those taxes can really help things like, you know, potholes, um, pay for infrastructure and stuff like that. Yeah, I know it's kind of annoying and stuff and I understand why you would think that. But nonetheless... It helps pay for stuff. And also blaming AOC and then complaining about turbines. Problem is, supposedly the state of Texas has been known to be sort of windy, they said. I remember hearing somewhere. And that was why they had the turbines there. Just like in California, they have turbines, you know, for energy. Well, you're going to have to admit this. I would assume because Texas is very hot. I would think maybe they would have more solar panels than anything else. And I would expect them to have more of that than my state. But even my state gets pretty sunny too and so dry. And that's why we're famous for our drought. I would have to reiterate, guys, that maybe it's time to, you know, use solar power. You know, when times of energy is just like not helping things, instead of blaming AOC and a bunch of turbine fans, how about reintroduce solar energy how about put solar panels even if it costs a lot you know what if it's not always going to be windy maybe it's time to let the sun come over and take over the places that don't always get wind and you know go from there instead of blaming AOC and other people for your problems it just doesn't make any sense and then you know, Ted Cruz not helping things. Well, guess what? Well, Teddy was too busy ditching his own state and his dog Snowflake, ironic. There was one particular Democrat that was actually helping the people that was running against him to be a senator and lost. You know him as Beto. His name is Beto O'Rourke. And he's a Texas Democrat who actually went out of his way to call many people and to check up on them and help them and even buy some food. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then, of course, our favorite guy, 
Hey, and I'm not talking about Joel Osteen, okay? And, and speaking of Joel Osteen, has anyone seen him? I haven't heard him in the last four years after that Fakewood incident. About him not helping people during Hurricane Harvey, and he ditched everybody, and then he lied, and then he came under pressure, and then he caved, and then he had to kiss ass in front of TV by basically telling people he just had a misunderstanding, and then he finally let people in his church. Because he cited imaginary flooding, which wasn't really true. And then he got in trouble for it. You remember him? Haven't seen him since either. No one's even talking about him. <laughs> Weird. And then there was Mac. Of the mattress store, that guy, he came back coming in strong once again. If it wasn't Hurricane Sandy, it wasn't Hurricane Harvey, it was Texas Winter Storm 2021. Now this is a dude, you would think in the state of Texas because he's old and stuff, he's supposed to like, you know, quarantine in place and stay away from people and stuff like that. Not even the quarantine stopped this guy from doing what was right. And he really helped all the people over there. I saw from the news. It was really cool. And I didn't think about it much. I'm like, my goodness, this guy is such a champion. It's a sad thing that he's the actual Christian in this situation. And an actual really good, if not very kind-hearted Texan. And really did his very best to help people in their actual need more than Ted Cruz ever could in his life because he's so miserable and ugly and freaking Joel Osteen. For those two losers, I'm just amazed why people favor such popular assholes versus people who are like Mac and pretty much ignore him. It's really heartbreaking when you know that there was good people like him emerging from the crowds while there was two people that were being spotted by a crowd and just giving much all that fanfare and all that shit and stuff and they didn't want to help or even work up the nerve to budge to help their own people that they claim they're there for irony isn't it that's the true you know irony right there is because it's like it's so ironic when you think about it the people that we thought were there for us weren't even there for us in our time of need. And once again, when the time of need came in, those two foul fools kept running away. And that was off. That was really awful. That tells you everything you need to know. These people were not for the people and they never will be. And the sad part, it's true. And I feel so broken hearted for the people of Texas right now. I can't even tell you. I don't know what to do. But I'm really hoping that whoever is from that state or, and I'm saying whoever famous is from that state that isn't Joel Osteen or Ted Cruz, that are not those two losers but are from the same state and they're, you know, a politician or a famous person. I hope they continue to reach out to the people over there and continue to give some aid and financial stuff and all that good junk and stuff. I really hope that they really help them out so much because right now we really need to be doing that. It's already bad enough we have a pandemic to worry about and then a recession to deal with. And now this, it's ironic. It's just weird. I never thought that would even happen. But that's how life is. It's so unpredictable now. Sometimes you just don't know when you could wait anymore because you can't even wait because it could just be a mystery. And it's freaky and scary too. And as I tell you this, 
I'm over here looking through my pencils and stuff, as you can hear. Just looking around, see what is whatever is the sharpest point. But my point is speaking to you guys is that, you know, pray for the people of Texas. They really need our help. If we don't have any money to give them, could we just have them in our thoughts? At least pray for them. Think about them. Hopefully, you know, send positive good vibes. If we can't provide money, because I know we're all financially hurting right now. And it sucks. I just really hope we can just do that. Because I know majority of us have lost a job and stuff, and it's just, and it's just terrible to hear and see these kind of stuff. Oh, and also another thing, I hope this prompts the state of Texas. Because I was watching today on Cheddar again, and this was on YouTube, by the way, not on the TV right now, like I did earlier. Um, I hope that when they make their houses, that they make them out of stone, and they make them so solid that they can withstand anything, especially heat. And as well as the winter time like we're in right now. I really hope that they stop using wood as a way to like make houses so quick and more cost efficient. If other countries don't use wood in that kind of way, then we should do the same thing with our states, you know, that deal with fires, hurricanes, and now blizzards like this. I would think it's essential to have houses that are top ship top shape. That will be more cost efficient and will last longer for years to come. And even if people move away, it doesn't matter. To me, is we have so many people that are so homeless, it doesn't make any sense making houses more out of wood. It makes more preferable sense making houses made out of brick and maybe use the internal part of the house as wood and the outside as brick. That way it can withstand stuff, floods, maybe, hopefully, because I don't know if they do, withstand really well during you know floods but that remains to be seen but mostly because to insulate the heat if they don't have that and maybe in their case if they're gonna have an issue with electricity maybe reintroduce chimneys again you know if this is gonna be a problem I would suggest bringing back chimneys you know and just have that because if this is gonna be an issue for the people over there this shouldn't be right there's supposed to be, you know, alternatives, you know, for their sustained living. And if it's going to be a tiny house thing as well, make it also out of brick. That way they have a chance to survive. Because this is crazy, you know. I just didn't think they would have to go through it, but they are. And after watching that today, I, I was just humbly humbled, if not inspired. And I had to say this to you guys. I, I have to agree. Make things out of longer time when it comes to homes like made out of brick and then range just chimneys again it seems like if this is going to be that way I, I don't think heaters are everything but I think it's a good time to you know encourage that you know and then when it comes to like um stocking up for the winter yeah I would agree you know gather yourselves grains and stuff like that and then if you have, like, you know, flour, cake mix, pancakes, you can, like, save that and store it up for a year. You know, it, it won't really do you any wrong. It'll actually do you really good. And just keep it there. Beans, too, would also be a good idea since you guys are probably a Tex-Mex kind of state as well. I would assume you eat tons of pinto beans like me to know that, if not black beans, I guess. Because I heard about the whole Santa Fe stuff, and that's, I don't know, kind of in that area. 
I would think that's what you would want to save for the times of winter and stuff. So I'm just saying, you know, save oil, save seeds, beans, stuff like that. And in the springtime, I would suggest start growing uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff and save save the seeds to spring so you can start doing that when it all thaws over and there's no more of this weird blizzard stuff. And then, you know, and as, and as I say this to you guys, have like in stock beans, in stock grains to make like pancakes and bread and stuff so that way you have tons and stuff like that you could do and just, you know, make it easier on yourselves and, and re-encourage to make homes more sustainably stronger with a chimney if this is going to be a problem all the time. I think this is what happens when you don't have a chimney and you live in a cold part, you know, during these weird winter times. And, and, and if the heater you have isn't working out for you, then that tells me that the hollow wood aspect of the house was the wrong idea, even though this was something that picked up in the 1940s. That doesn't mean it's a good idea to live about. So like I said, just have yourself a stronger house made of brick with a chimney. You know, and also a house with a brick with an oven brick. You know, so you can make like pizzas and stuff like that if you're, if you're able to. Like an oven brick as well. That way you can keep it even more warmer during these wintry cold times. And I would encourage that to you because if you are going through this right now, this shouldn't have ever happened. But it's something to consider when it comes to making a home and making your home a sustainable home. I think that's what it has to pretty much end up is that it's not about that, you know, what Texas couldn't have done more. It's more like what they could have utilized instead of, you know, doing away with, you know. And unlike that asshole, Tim Boyd, that used to work as the mayor of Colorado City in that great state of Texas, no asshole, you became a mayor because that's what you promised the people to do. You wanted to help them, to turn your back on your own citizens and say that you don't want them to have a handout because that's not what you're there for. Fend for yourself, freaking survival of the fittest, fuck you. And I'm glad your wife was fired because you're a fucking piece of shit. And your wife is stupid for married to someone like you. Anyways. And I bet you who's going to be over there getting a handout today. And I bet you his name is Tim Boyd. Anyways. Back to what I was talking about. If we, you know, store up for the winter. Like in the old times. Have a house made of brick. Oven brick. Chimney brick. I think these freak winters might not be something we'd have to worry about ever again if we have our house stronger, you know. And and like what they said about on Cheddar today with the pipes, it all had to do with just us leaving the water on longer. Even though it sounds like it's a dumb idea, but if it helps from pipes from bursting, I mean, what's there to stop? I think I think they would be right. Just let it run, let it stream through, and yeah, that's what I would do. And like one of those people in Texas were doing with their um, snow. Good idea. Scoop it up. Put it in your bathtub. Use that to flush your toilets. You know, and another idea you can use. Rain barrels. You can stuff that empty rain barrel if you have any. And you put snow in it. And when it melts, guess what? You got rain for the whole year. 
or at least for a whole month in your guys' case. That's what I would start doing. Just get some rain barrels, scoop up the snow, put it inside a rain barrel, organize it somehow, put it near your house, and, you know, just make it useful. And, you know, like I said, and, and in any case, this could be preventable. You know, this is a great teachable moment for everybody that that we can learn from, you know, from the state of Texas. It's just not funny, you know, what they're going through. It's kind of sad, if not scary. But it's a teachable moment that we can really consider, you know, stronger homes in places that usually have freak storms. I don't think it's going to be an issue with us here in California. But I'm just saying, if you guys are suffering from, like, winter and it gets very cold like that, like I said, you might as well consider that. Save up for the winter. Grains, seeds, beans. And then for the springtime, plant your fruits and vegetables throughout the spring, summer, and harvest them by the summer and fall so you can be prepared by the winter for next year if this happens again. But make sure that you're home is sustainable in a way where it's sturdy and tough and could deal with this kind of wintry madness. And that's what I'm trying to take away from this uh, conversation of the podcast. I think that's safe to say that, you know, even if it costs a lot of money, even if some of us have to change jobs and move away and the house doesn't, you know, get to stay with us forever. To me, if you're going to sell a house and it's going to cost that much money, it better meet bad or brick because... To me, those thousands and millions of dollars aren't justifiable for that, to be honest. It's an insult, to be honest. To me, it's insulting that people have to live where they're going to pay so much money for a place, and it's not even made out of brick, it's made out of fucking wood. That's horrible. You know, I prefer if the house was made out of brick if I'm going to pay a million plus dollars. Now, that's something I would consider... And I hope you guys too. And I don't know who's to say. Maybe one day we'll get back to the homes made with ovens that are stone chimneys and then a stone home. So that way people can't afford another place to go. They can at least have a sturdy house for years on end. They can just make, you know, minor repairs, uh, refurbish, as well as they could just do some aesthetic, you know, fixing of the house. Like, um, that one word, renovating, yeah, that one. They can make some renovations and stuff, and not make too much alteration unless that's what the per- the proposed new owner has in mind, then I would say, yeah, okay, well, you know what? You'll just have to just stick with that. And anyways, peeps, that's all I gotta say about all this wintry madness and stuff, hoping that the two losers... Of the state of Texas, Tim Boyd and Ted Cruz are out of office. And I hope you guys start recalling Ted Cruz. See, I'm glad that when Tim Boyd left, at least he left honorably by exiting the job after he said all that bitch shit. But I hope that happens to Ted Cruz. I hope he gets recalled to the point that he never comes back in office. He's going to be like that. He's a fucking asshole as well. And also... I found out today, like most of you all found out today with Ted, that his wife really was talking to him about leaving the state and even tried to invite some of their neighbor or friends 
So that tells you it definitely had nothing to do with the daughter. It's just those two cruises are assholes. Anyways, that's all I gotta say for tonight about this winter madness. And I hope, prayers, God willing, that the people of Texas are safe tonight. I hope the winter storm recedes. I hope it goes away. I hope it doesn't, you know, kill anybody anymore after hearing all this crazy stuff and stores disappearing from uh, food shelves and stuff like that. And, you know, there's no place for them to go or eat. I really hope everything just, you know, goes back to normal, even though it's going to be very hard because now financially they're in ruin because of this. And I hope everything can be easy, you know, easy pickings it could be back to normality somehow even though we're in the pandemic recession i just really hope for the best for these people down south i can't say much more about it i wish i did but i think i did say it a good enough it's been 32 minutes talking about this stuff okay well as always guys this is rosie says and see you next podcast <laughs>